somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way? Chewy, we're home. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Walking Carpet, the Geekiverse All Star Wars podcast. I'm Josiah Leroy. It's been a long time coming, and with me today. I don't even know where to start. The <laughs> artist formerly known as Maggie Worth. You know her as Maggie Worth. She's now Maggie. Did we decide on the last name? Is it Laura Sella? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a decision. I've had this, a, no, I've had a discussion with Maggie. Name. I'm like, all right, did the three of us decide that it was not Laura Cella? It's Laura Sella. Laura Sella. Got it. Yes. Well, hello and Hi. welcome back. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and to my far left, my good friend and Maggie's husband, new, new husband, Jeff Laura Sella. What's up, buddy? Hi. <laughs> so, uh, today, we're going to go through some Last Jedi stuff as, uh, you know, the flashlight comes out again. If, uh, if no, you were here, you'd understand the, what it is. It was the pen. Oh, I thought it was the flashlight. Oh, gosh! <laughs> oh, I didn't see the eclipse earlier, but no, I'm good. So, uh, before before we get to our, our plot points, what we're going to do... Oh, hang on, computer's freaking out a little bit. Uh, is the first time ever in the Geekiverse history, and I didn't tell you guys about it. Oh, um, great. The Walking Carpet Newlywed Game. So, um, <laughs> got, got a few questions planned for you guys. Got a... Oh, put that right there. It's okay. It's going to be hilarious and awesome, and uh, it's going to be great. So, got some note cards for you guys. I guess you can have as you want. There you go. Oh, gee, thank you. Just in case you need detailed answers. Probably don't need more. Okay. There you go. All right. So, I am going to enjoy this. Uh, maybe a little bit different from what you've seen before, but number one, you're answering for each other now. Which Star Wars movie is the other's favorite? Quick writing, folks. Quick writing. They know. God, I hope I'm. We'll come back at the end, and we'll go down. We'll go down the list. Oh, okay. So uh, we'll, that's why we'll wait. We only got two cards. <laughs> uh, number two. <laughs> I couldn't find a way to make this sound not inappropriate. Uh, what color would their lightsaber be? <laughs> <laughs> not limited to actual Star Wars lightsaber colors from the films. Uh, here's the thing. Anything okay, that Pete. he gets wrong about me, I'm going to be like, that's fine. Anything I get wrong about him, he's going to like divorce me here. On he the will podcast. break out the flashlight yeah. and that's go. Gonna this is true. <laughs> okay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for your Oh, course. my gosh. Well, listen, I didn't get to give the Michael Scott welding speech, so this is my way of making up for it. Number three, uh, Jedi or Sith? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you both good? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, number four, who's the other person's favorite Star Wars character? Oh, <laughs> Of a yes. <laughs> um, it's like an icebreaker. Yeah. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Yeah. And Thanks. me, apparently. Welcome to the Geekiverse. I'm under a lot of pressure right now. A lot now. of duress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, I oh, thought oh, about filming oh. it. I thought about filming it, but I didn't. I can't believe that like it took me a while. Let's hope I'm right. All right. You, you good, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Last question, number five. Who knows more about Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna multi-ball, right? <laughs> okay. I, I've, I've got a f- 
feeling, but I could be surprised as well. Okay, so uh, we'll go back down the line. Uh, and then we're writing our own answers. Oh, look at that. He's got the ATA sheet. Well, how do you say it? ATAT or ADAT? It, it, it's an acronym, so it's ATAT. That's what I say. Good. It's the all terrain troop. Right. At ad is like the hipster way. All terrain armor transport. <laughs> Margaret, it's time to, to, to interrupt. I to be fair, you were reading, so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a slow reader. <laughs> and it was upside down. That's what she said. So, number one, uh, which Star Wars movie is their favorite? We'll start with Maggie. What was, or what is Jeff's favorite? I said Empire. Okay. Is that true, Jeff? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and vice versa? Empire. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> all right. Very good. Uh, number two was what color would their lightsaber be? <laughs> Am I going first? <laughs> sure. Blue. Yes! Oh! I should be tailing this up here. Yeah. Okay. Get one right. Jeff is at two. Okay. And make uh, it. I mean, this is where it's going to fall off the wheels or off the wagon. I said red. Eh. <laughs> 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 so that's a no. It's okay. If you don't it's have a okay. definitive answer, it's okay. It's green. Okay. 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 Fine. Not bad. That's my second choice. Uh, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh. No, I'm no, saying green. My was number not. two. My n- number two is red. Okay. Okay. Number there we go. That was close. Uh, number three, Jedi or Sith? With Maggie this time. I said Sith. Sith. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. And Jeff. Jedi. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. Wow. This is a close one, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, we'll go back to Jeff. Uh, favorite character? Obi-Wan. Yup. Damn, son. <laughs> All right, and Maggie? Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I think I knew the that Fett one. man. And uh, number five, who knows more about Star Wars? <laughs> I, I don't think I need to say who knows more about Star Wars. Yeah. Do we agree? Yeah. yeah. All it's, right. it's me. It's me. Guys, it's, me. it's awesome. Okay, Jeff, five for five. Damn. And Maggie, four for five. I mean- that's a ninety percent success rate. Just saying that. I'm not, I, I love you ninety percent. <laughs> that's really, really good. That's really high. Ninety whole percents. <laughs> yeah, that's an A. Oh my gosh. Ninety whole republic percents. Yeah. Before you guys came over to record, I was like, "Hang on, I don't. I have no idea where the idea came from, but I'm like, that's got to happen. When yeah. am I going to have this opportunity again? So, boom, done. <laughs> okay." Uh, we are talking about something that came out on IGN August 12th. So today is the 21st. You're hearing this a few days later, probably. And they talked about 18 new details on the heroes, villains, and aliens from The Last Jedi, which was from an article from EW, I believe. Yes. Hang on, IGN. Okay. (laughs) Well, Maggie, would you like to read point one? Sure. While this is, uh, figuring it crap out this is okay. where we edit yes <laughs> so. okay so point one um that was in this article is about ray's parents and the question is is ray finding out who her parents were as oh let me rephrase that so that it makes sense is ray finding out who her parents were as big of a deal as fans are making it out to be um am i reading this whole i'm gonna read the whole thing so that they know yeah, okay. sure okay yeah um and Ryan Johnson, the director, told EW, to me, it's important insofar as it's important to her. And I think it's important to her in terms of what is her place in all of this? What is going to define her in this story? She was told in the last movie that the answer is not in the past. It's looking forward. But she's showing up on this island to talk to this hero from the past. 
As actress Daisley Ridley observed, you can always look for answers, and that doesn't mean that the rest of your life is going to be so easy. It's not like, oh, I know who my parents are, so now everything falls into shape, especially in the Star Wars world. So personally, I think it's less important than even she may think. So he says absolutely nothing there. Absolutely nothing. It's (laughs) not... He he just kind of walks in circles there. And some people think that that's saying that we're going to find out who her parents are in episode eight. And obviously that's been the hot topic since force awakens came out and probably even before that. Uh, so I don't think we're finding out. (sighs) It sounds like they don't, I think it sounds like they spent more time telling us like, it's not important. So if you don't find out, don't give us a terrible review. Sure. It's like (laughs) at one point JJ Abrams had said, we're not like, we're, you're not finding out next movie either, but he's not really in charge for this movie. Right. However, they, so far, seem to be following that uh, Empire trajectory just a little bit like Force Awakens did for A New Hope in that, you know, certain elements are kind of the same in, in different aspects. Yeah. So I would say ultimately I would flip a coin. I have no idea yeah. if I we're g- going to find out. I agree. I, 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 I don't know. It's it's tough for me because I don't want to see them go into the same trap that they've gone into before. Okay. And by that I mean you you know you look at you look at episode 1 and episode 4 it's almost the exact same storyline. Episode 2 and episode 5, episode 3, episode 6. Right. Like it, it just repeats itself. So I, I just have this fear that they're going to make make her parents be this this huge uh, the discovery of her parents make make it be this huge revelation and I don't want that to be a thing. Like they for what I it's worth they to- did that already with Force Awakens, right? Like we got a big oh my gosh, Kylo Ren's yeah. parents, right? right? Yeah. So, I, and they talk about that later in this article too about the movies following that path, and like there was some like defense of it, like it's inevitable, it's going to happen in some respects just because of the nature of these films and the nature of doing things in a trilogy. But like you said, I think we're to the point that like we, I don't care. I cared so much at first, and then I was kind of like enough time's gone by that I'm like there's way more important things going on and I'm wondering if that's kind of that's kind of the journey that I feel like Ray's going on that like she cared so much she needed to know where she came from and where whatever and uh, now she's being told by people it's really not important like sure it's important and maybe there'll be time somewhere down the line for you to find that out but like we have like really important things we need to be doing right now and maybe we're being brought along on that same journey so that we can come to that same I don't conclusion. think she has parents. Well, sh- she did. Nope. Where did she come Wait, from? Wait, hang on. <laughs> so you're saying like how Anakin was kind of? Kind of, except she, her, her um, so I'm a conspiracist when it comes to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Self-proclaimed. Um, part of me thinks it's going to be like, I, well, I kind of hope too it's something crazy where it's like she was just mater- she materialized from the force. Which I have heard. She was just born. Don't you think people would flip their you-know-what if that happened because of the whole midi-chlorian thing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, we haven't, like, talked about that. It has not been addressed again. Midi-chlorians was just this this made-up thing to to explain what the Force was. I mean, obviously it's all made-up. But but it it was just this (laughs) made-up. It was just this this made-up thing to to describe what the Force is and, and, and... how to how to like measure someone's strength with it, and I think that's that's utter garbage because because you you go back to episode three and like Obi Wan whooped Anakin 
in that duel. He whooped his butt. Yep. And Anakin is supposed to be the strongest Jedi ever. So I think the Metachlorians are are completely irrelevant. There, it was a poor excuse to describe what the Force is. And so or, I think I think just as just as you have no understanding of how Obi Wan was able to rematerialize with the Force in Episode Four and in Six, along with Yoda. There's gonna be there should be no explanation as to why Ray came about because they don't need to have one and that's cool because yeah. it's kind of part of the mystery. Well, and that was definitely a thing, and not even just in Star Wars. I feel like in older films in general, a lot of things would just happen. They wouldn't spend a lot of time explaining it, and you and the, as the audience just had to be like, "All right, like, yeah, you just take it and run with it." And maybe, maybe we as the modern moviegoers have become like needy. Because, and because there's so many possibilities with Star Wars uh-huh. that like we're all like we can't wait to find out which one it is and maybe maybe we won't get one and then I think some people are gonna not care if the rest of the movie has like if there's enough other stuff going on maybe it'll just kind of f- fall by the wayside and then other people might get really salty about it are you satisfied if we never find out even through episode nine who where she came from or who her parents are <sighs> I don't know if I'm ready to say yes to that. Yeah, I don't know if I, feel I am like I either. Need to know. I think I think I need to know, but I don't think I need to know yet. I think when I say like sure, I okay. don't need to know, I think it's also with me in the back of my mind thinking like, but we're gonna find out. You have to find out because they made it. How could we not? Right. They made it such a point. huge point in in the Force Awakens when they did all of her flashbacks and you see the 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 child Ray freak yeah. out when she's getting taken away, and but we don't know by by who. Or for what reason? So I, I think, it, regardless, there will be some sort of explanation to uh, to her existence, whether it's my wacky and crazy theory or if it's something else. Yeah, it's led up to, and you know what? I've heard some speculation that when JJ was writing that he didn't know, and it was kind of left to the future directors. So if Ryan Johnson, <laughs> like, ah, have fun with this. <laughs> yeah, right. Like <laughs> I've created this mess. Like if, that Ryan Johnson, if he wanted, could address it, and if not, it would be Trevorrow and episode nine so i think that's kind of interesting to, to see but only time will tell yeah um in point two <laughs> it lists jeff and mine's favorite point uh <laughs> finn's past so it reads uh actor john boyega told ew that finn's troubled backstory will be covered including understanding more of why he broke from the first order but not explored in depth in episode eight hang on so, uh, that's not to say the past doesn't matter in The Last Jedi. As director Ryan Johnson put it, the big thematic push and pull in the movie is the past and what role the past has in moving us toward the future. So, that sounds more like a Ray quote to me. I, like, So, I did hear we're supposed to hear about Finn's parentage in this, which I care less about, but I care. Right. Because it's Star Wars. But uh, he, he, he said in Episode 7, like, I wasn't going to kill for them. Cool. You're done, man. Yeah. That's it. I'm wondering That's if sorry. maybe all they're going to do <laughs> is just, like it said, just elaborate on it. Maybe we're going to get some flashbacks into yeah. him actually being, like, maybe he's a pushed part around. of it. And, like, yeah, that he, you know, maybe he's always had this, like, kind of s- this rebellious um, he streak did. in him. But maybe we're going to see more of that. So, Jeff, you, you are heated about this. Uh, and what? So oh I'm think gosh. they were grasping at straws running this article. Let's be real. So I oh, think totally. Maybe, and we're here to debunk them. Right. That's what the geek of so stuff. maybe that's really all it's going to be. I don't think it necessarily warranted a whole paragraph. Jeff, but. Trevor and I used to do something called a theory series on walking carpet, and it's back. So, Jeff, I'm hitting the table there with my finger. Yeah. Uh, your thoughts on this? It's dumb. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> It's, it's so dumb. dumb. It's dumb. There, there's, 
you <laughs> <laughs> he gets really heated and he's so oh, t- this he gets have all been filmed. so italian i dropped the ball <laughs> he gets so, so so yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> So you, 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 I can't even, I can't even verbalize how, all right. So in the opening sequence of, uh, of the force awakens, you see the exact reason why Finn no longer wants to fight for the first order, let alone at all. Right. Yeah, Cause he gets off the ship and ship and he's like. Oh, this is what we're doing. And it's not even. It's not oh, even, it's not even that. It's not even that. It was the fact that one of his one of his friends was killed like, in combat. Yeah, and I mean, he 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 saw him and held him like right while he was dying. Yeah, like, and then he turns. He looks up and he's looking around. And he's he sees Captain Phasma and Kylo Ren ordering the stormtroopers to line everybody up in the village and then shoot them. Yep, and he's like, a human, so he cares about it. Yeah, <laughs> right. and so he's not—he's not a robot. He, they try to turn him into a robot, but he's not a robot. So I think <laughs> it was such I a nice job in making a stormtrooper feel human. I thought ex- exactly. I it's, thought it was great. It's always—it's it, very weird to see a stormtrooper without their helmet on. For sure, it, like that. It's still because they always were like they're all the same person. They're all like there's yeah. nothing under there, and then to see yeah, they're clones, that, right? Like or right iterations of it, right? So like that yeah. was very, so I, that was like very like disconcerting and kind of j- jarring, and I think it was supposed to be. So I, I think this whole thing about about bringing out Finn's past is dumb. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. It's dumb. Like I there's just, no need. I think they don't need it. They were saying, yeah, this feels a little tacked on, like, and they haven't really built up. I thought they addressed it, and that was it. In Force Awakens, and now they're kind of at least talking about it. It's Who like, knows if it's just for speculation? But there's like a lot of people that we don't know really where they came from. Like we don't know where Han came from. Exactly. We and don't know who his parents were. Nobody but we. Cared. But I've never cared. I've never even thought about that until just now. But what was crazy? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, if you want to get out of canon a little bit and start drawing some parallels between. Oh, this is your out of canon guy. <laughs> between between you know Finn. And Han, if if y'all remember back to the the Han Solo trilogy, uh, uh, Han was uh, in the Imperial Army, in the Imperial Navy, and so I think it's kind of interesting that we see here Han was in, you know, yeah, he 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 he, he was a stormtrooper, which could explain why he is the way that he is, and, just wanting nothing to do with anything. Yeah, and th- and now, now you start to see this parallel with Finn, where Finn's like, "Hey, man, like I don't even want to join your fight," and then he sees Ray, and he's like, "All right, <laughs> game <laughs> Found on." Me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then she he finds out that she's force sensitive, and you know she's not she's not going to be into that whole deal. So now he wants out again. But anyways, maybe not. I maybe digress. Not. With the Jedi being done. Oh, let's get yeah. we'll get there. Okay, okay. Um. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it's 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 interesting. I, I don't think his past matters. I think it's his future is what's more important, more interesting in the overall story. I um I, I don't know where to go with it. I guess we'll see. And then I guess um, Kelly Marie Tran's character is supposed to be a love interest for him. So I know next to yeah. nothing about her other than yeah, she's yeah. a maintenance worker. I got, for the I got my notes here, my my bullet points. Yep. And I, I didn't even put yep. her down. Yep. I'm with you, Maggie. Do you want to read uh, Kelly Ren's demons? Sure. Point three. Kylo Ren, a.k.a. Ben Solo, has been knocked off base by his defeat at Ray's hands in The Force Awakens, as director Ryan Johnson put it to EW. However, the bigger issue he's grappling with in The Last Jedi is the emotional aftermath of killing his own father, Han Solo. Said Johnson, how has he dealt with that in his head? Where is he at in terms of that act, and what does that mean for him? We've talked about this a lot because I think it depends on 
all of our many theories of either Han knew it was coming or the theory of Kylo's a double agent, which mm-hmm. I have decided is not dead yet. It's not, <laughs> it's not dead. That that There's is a plausible. lot open with him. Or has he completely lost all feeling or had he lost all feeling until this happened and now that like jolts him back to reality? I think we could go a million different ways with this. He looks, uh, in some of the other stills they released, uh, just beat up or even if you in the some of the trailers or the trailer we've seen he uh he, he does look a little dead inside yeah apathetic almost not really sure what happened uh and i like that a lot and i like the idea of him struggling with those demons because you know obviously his grandpa did and i kind of right. like that that continues along um so this point i like way better than the last point yep. <laughs> the last point was stupid we probably could have just like skipped just it said, dumb yeah dumb <laughs> So, Kylo Ren's demons, do you think it has anything to do with Luke being his uncle, Jeff? I think. (laughs) I'm going to start going off on a tangent. That's okay. I I apologize. That's what we do. So, I think think Kylo Ren's character is is so much... It's it's so much bigger than we realize. Okay. Um, The reason why I say this is because he's... First of all, now let's get this straight. Kylo Ren is not a Sith. No, he's not. No. He is not a Sith. Because there are a lot of my friends that I've talked to, um, they're all convinced that, no, he's a Sith. Like, he's don't totally really Sith. exist. No, no. He's not a Sith. Right. There, he's not. Nope. I think I think Snoke is trying to to to, to recreate the, the Sith for his own personal gain. Uh-huh. I, I think, I, uh, but I'm not going to get into that. Okay. Um, I think what Kylo Ren is is he is one of the first people to realize that you cannot be 100% good or bad. Well, they say only a Sith deals in absolute. Exactly, and he's not a Sith. Right. So I think I think <laughs> he is one of the first one of the first quote-unquote Jedi Sith, whatever even though he's not a Sith, whatever you want to call him, force-sensitive people who can wield a lightsaber, knows how to use the force. Um, I think he's one of the first ones to realize that you can't have that. And I think that's why it's called the Last Jedi. Well, and I think that's what we one of the theories we talked about is like what does what did Luke mean when he said that the the Jedi need to end? And we said maybe it's this idea of well, like you know that all of these oh, there's the light and the dark, and you're either good or you're whatever, and that the movies, or the films, they all exist in this gray area in between that everybody has light and dark inside of them, and I think. Some people might have more dark, just the way, like, in real life, some people struggle with more demons than, like, other people. That doesn't necessarily mean... And then maybe that maybe Kylo is just one of those people that has I would more say dark in him. He is, he is. I would say he is. But I think I think the, big, the point I'm trying to make, and the evidence I'm trying to... And no use, father figure, but what? The, the evidence <laughs> I'm trying to use to support this is the fact that when he goes to kill Han uh, on, on that bridge... Um, you can tell. You can just t- just tell by looking at him. He, he is full of remorse. He is like, I don't know what to do because this is my father, and I think, I think the reason why he does do it is because he knows that if Han Solo is a player in in the Resistance, that there is no chance for the First Order to succeed. And with if there if they want for there to be true balance in the Force you need to make it balanced. And I think Han Solo was too strong of a character, too strong of a person, too much of a good leader that it became unbalanced. 
and that's why he felt the need to do it. And I think that's why he also has not felt the need to go after Luke Skywalker because I think he feels that Luke is starting to to slowly come to this revelation that there is more than there's more to the to, to the galaxy, to the universe, to 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 the Force than just being a Jedi. Or at least what we've come to know the Jedi to be. So like, you think Kylo and Luke are kind of meeting in the middle a little bit or starting to gravitate towards that middle area? Yeah. Okay. And I think they're, the way they're going about it is just different. I think I think Kylo Ren is just a little bit more absolute and a little bit more forceful, whereas I think with Luke it's more hands-off and like it's a, it's a more peaceful approach. I think that probably comes with age too. Like I think no. – I do because I no. think Kylo is kind of a—he's uh, kind of a child. I mean, he literally throws a tantrum at Whoa. one point. He's thirty, so I think it comes. Yeah, <laughs> but by millennial standards, that's still a kid. <laughs> I think it comes. Yeah. I think it comes from a place of like he just has not seen as much as Luke's seen, and I think Luke is tired and physically like whatever. No, so I look think at Yoda. Uh, look no, at Yoda. But I think well, Yoda's also not a human. Look at Count Dooku. Anyways, my point is, I think, I was saying, I think you're right. I think Luke's going to come at it from a more peaceful place because, A, because of his 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 specific Jedi training and also because just that's who he is now as a person. But I think if this was taking place when Luke was 25, 30 years old, he would be approaching this more similarly to Kylo because he was rebellious. He didn't want to do things the way everybody else did them. He operated on his emotions. So, I don't know. Like, nowhere to go, and he's such a loose cannon, and I love that about his character, because whatever way it goes, I feel like it's going to be intense, and it's going to be done right. And I think we could all be really wrong. I guess. I have no idea. It's super exciting with him. Because, like I said, I'm a conspiracist. I think the overall thing is that, I wouldn't say those demons are a bad thing. I think those demons could be a very good thing for the Star Wars universe and actually bring balance back to the Force. Yeah, and there's that that conflict, too, with Vader and Luke. You know, his his family members there. His mom, too, which I think is going to be very interesting to see how that plays out uh, with what has transpired there. So it's kind of a little bit of a good segue into point four, which is the ghost of Han Solo. Now... Before we get into this, and it's not really confirming, <laughs> but <laughs> Jeff Pavlock, as we walked out of the theater for Force Awakens, goes, we're not done with Han. I go, what, what are you talking about? He, he goes, would. we're not done with Han. <laughs> and uh, I was like, okay, elaborate. We've talked about it on Walking Carpet before, but that Han you know, kind of shows up in some way, shape, or form as a Force ghost. In, in I the- can't even fathom no. Harrison no. Okay. Ford agreeing to Lies. even 45 minutes of footage for a force ghost because i think he would be like no i am I mean, done there's yeah i i think it's far-fetched too but i'm just saying i i wouldn't count it out uh or will it just be like they like, could have also sh- he's like his his ghost follows them around his presence follows them around it could just be like they all are still feeling the weight and the burden of his i think that's what this is trying to imply but yeah, i'm I, just I, playing off of what pavlock said and, and you're you know, wrong pavlock I, I don't know i i I won't say it's wrong until I see it. Other across the galaxy. <laughs> oh. But uh, the so it, how it reads, it says, Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson told EW that a figurative ghost of Han had to be present throughout this entire film. Okay, you know, whatever. Could be anything. Uh, yeah. Did you say figurative? Figurative. Right. Yeah, so it's it's going to be... I would, I would think so. Maybe so, things, not a force ghost. Watch us be... Ugh, if Pavlock's right and we're all wrong, we're really That mad. would be the call of, of the century. We would never hear about... We would never hear the end of it. I... I, I have faith in the kid. Uh, it says, 
again, to be clear, Johnson does not mean an actual force ghost of the late, great Karelian smugger. Smuggler. Smugger. Anyway. Schmigger. Schmigger. Actress Daisy Ridley said, Ray, an orphan who saw Han as a father figure, has grief for the loss, and then there's anger at Kylo Ren for killing his own father. So, I, I see that. I thought that was interesting, too, because I could see Ray, who's like, I don't even know who my parents are, and you just killed your own father. Kind of like a slap like, in the face. Yeah, like, yeah. what is, like, seriously? Like a, and the yeah. closest thing I've ever had to a father? Like, what, yeah. Exactly. I also don't think that's really relevant to what their point was of the article, but it was interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I can kind of see that aura hanging around. Like, they've got to reference it at some point. We're supposed to see Han's funeral, allegedly. Right. Early in the film, I've oh. heard. Which, I wonder, uh, like, if it's going to be, like... I hope it's, like, something like from Star Trek where they just... Yeah, just send it out. Yeah. They won't. Because all the Trekkies would, like... Yeah, that would not be As good. a Pete Herr, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> a hernia. Uh, <laughs> all right, anyways. Uh, hernia. This, I feel like this movie is going to be, it's going to be fun because it's Star Wars, but I feel like it's going to be heavy. Yeah. Good. I feel like it's going to be. It should. I mean, I sometimes like the campy, fun, like a lot of the, dun, 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 as opposed to the, that was Indiana Jones that I just did. Yep. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I want like, sometimes I want the cantina and like the fun stuff, but also at the same time, it's, you know. I'm not just watching these for fun anymore. Like I was with the ones that have been out for 30 years. I'm watching them to further the story. So we need the heaviness. And then 10 years from now, they'll just be fun to watch again. And I won't be as emotionally. Oh yeah. (laughs) I invested. I want that empire feel. And I think that's what we're going to get for it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whether it's that, that darkness overall or, you know, something is going to happen. I mean, it's tough to top with Han dying in the last movie, but I think you're going to get something more relevant here. And I don't know if that means it's Luke or Leia or, you know, Probably not, but... uh, Well, I think just the fact that he did die is going to cast a shadow over everything because that's, like, the first, you know, a major character from the original films. Things are going to be different because he's not in it and not because he's not in it because it's a prequel from before he was alive because he's dead because he was killed so I think that's it's inevitable that it's going to be darker and it's going to be different I was upset for one reason that Han Luke and Leia didn't get one last kind of scene together yeah like that kind of sucks you wait all this time to get a sequel to Return of the Jedi and you know like as as just a as just a a viewer that upset me and also like, like as like a fan of the actors like i wanted to see the three of them together yeah. Did on you, screen <sighs> that's like weird that they that that didn't happen but a also weird opportunity they passed up and i heard um, that that was closer in early drafts earlier drafts before jj got on board to rewrite it oh, uh, but mark hamill was not happy about it either he's like yeah. i really wanted one last he's like i didn't care about the dialogue but i wanted one last scene right. together yeah so he said it wouldn't have worked for the future movies with what they're trying to do but he said he, the I way that's he, fair. yeah he wanted it to play out uh you know the bridge scenes happening leia can sense that han's in trouble can't get there kind of communicates with luke and then all three of them end up showing up there like that would have been really up yeah they were like I, I you can't guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How what can you imagine the joy of that happening and then watching Kylo kill Han yeah. seconds later? Or like, like it would have been like it would have happened and we all would have been like, Oh my god and like a second later we'd all be like, This is so stupid. It doesn't make I, any I sense. I think that would that roller it's coaster there. It's it, it would have campy. been very campy, but I yeah. think it would have been one of the I mean, there were quite a few little nods and like wins sure. to the audience, like it's a Star Wars movie. Yeah. But like 
That may have been overkill. There's not a thing I would have changed about Force Awakens. No, me neither. I'll tell you that. Um, yeah, we, we know. I, I would not change a thing. Um, <laughs> is, what did you What did you score it? It's the only movie I've ever given a 10. Yeah, that's what I it thought. It doesn't mean it's a perfect movie, by the way. So our scoring, just you know, our scoring just, system. I think it's as good as it could be, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's always room for improvement, in my opinion. But that, I, I don't think, I, like, I'm hard-pressed to find one detail that I'm like, eh. Like yeah. I, I, you could have taken it in different directions. There were directions. things that initially I was like, but then like later on I'm like, oh, actually now I like it more the, removed from it. The feeling I got seeing that movie and I feel it still a few years later, you know, it's not just, oh my gosh, Star Wars is back. I get out of the theater and I'm, you know, yeah, like, cause everyone was excited to see Phantom Menace when that came back and then realized, right. oh, you know, it's not what we thought. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, 0.5 kind of leads into what we were already talking about. Uh, but it says fuzzball not laughing it up. Chewbacca is mourning the loss of his longtime friend Han Solo, although in his own Wookiee way. Uh, Chewie's doing all right. It's tough. It was obviously a big loss for him, but you know he's Chewie. He's resilient," said director Ryan Johnson, who added that Chewie's new mission, aiding Ray, helps him through his grief. Uh, also, Peter Mayhew has fully retired from the role and is succeeded here by Juna Sutamo. I think they say Sutamo, but yeah. Um, I like that. That adds a little bit of depth too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also again like, duh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna yeah. see Chewie. Yeah. You can't. Oh, for not sure. See like, Chewie. he's yeah. the new co-pilot. And for, it's so right be, now. That's gonna be sad. I think he's gonna have. It's nice because you know you see him in other things with other people that he really doesn't trust. Other people. He doesn't like other people. Um, and it was kind of, you know, he even had to like work his way up to trusting Leia, and I think he only did because Han did. It's kind of nice to see that he seems to have immediately gravitated to Ray. Yeah. Like, he seems to have put his wall down. And I think it's because he could see, like, that she saw Han as a father figure. See, and during like, the movie, I thought that me. that was a nod. I was like, hang on. Chewie likes Ray. He doesn't like people so easily. Yeah. I was like, he must be. But, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think... When Chewie first met Leia, he he had no reaction to her. So I have to I have to butt heads with you, Margaret. On this well, because he, I think he just. But but with the first time he met Luke, he had a problem. Yeah. You know the first few interactions with Luke, there was an issue when Luke tried to put the uh, the uh, the handcuffs on him. Yeah. He got he was like whoa, ho, ho, buddy. Yeah. No. I think he just immediately had a warm reaction it's, to Ray. So I say it. I also was... think he's like again. I keep saying this, and nobody seems to think it's a thing. Everyone is older. I think yeah, Chewie I was just is gonna just say, tired. I think later. he's just like, but no, All but right, he doesn't like. <laughs> but he, he doesn't like Finn. He did so not are like you th- th- saying that he prefers women. Because no, that might I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm serious because that might be a thing too. No, I'm just I'm just <laughs> saying that he prefers Ray over Finn. He did not like Finn. Like even towards the end of the movie. Like, none of their interactions seemed very pleasant. However, I will say, because I was going to bring up a point, and it maybe counteracts that, that Chewbacca, the one thing I might change about Force Awakens, is I think he should have hugged Leia when they got back. Yes. That was weird. You know what he does? Is he goes to help Finn. Yeah. Uh, 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 He does. Just saying. I think maybe... I don't know. It's so funny for a character that doesn't speak... They have like such R2. an effect. We have right? so we can sit here and talk and be like, "What does he mean? Like, what does he think?" I don't know. I think maybe he also knows that when it comes, this is what Han would have wanted Chewie to do. He would have wanted Chewie to help in any way that he can, and you know, just like when he was being loaded into the carbonite, and he said, "Like, 
take care of Leia. And that's what he did. Mm -hmm. And he, I think he knows now, like this is what Han would have wanted him to do is he'd wanted him to help in any way he can. And if Ray's going to fly the Millennium Falcon, he's going to be there too. Yeah. But he's not going to fly it. He's going to co-pilot it. So, all right. All right. I didn't think this was going to turn into this, but now here we go. (laughs) (laughs) He's rolling his sleeves up. (laughs) So, so Wookiees are fiercely loyal to their friends. Han was Chewbacca's best friend, right? They did everything together. When Chewbacca knew Lando Calrissian before Lando, you know, sold out Han and all of them and, and got Han thrown into carbonite, Chewbacca did not for a second stop to think, oh, wow, this is Lando. Maybe something's up. He's like, no, forget that. I'm going to choke you now. Yeah. Because you hurt my friend, right? Um, so now we're going to get a little out of canon here. <laughs> <laughs> But, fire this one out of the cannon. But 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 by, <laughs> but not into the same sense as uh, as I was before. What I'm trying to say is is so if you read the first the first book of the Han Solo trilogy, I forget I forget the character's name. Uh, but anyways, Han had already befriended a a Wookiee, um, and she did everything she could to protect Han. Mm-hmm. And she ended up dying for Han. She sacrificed for herself for Han so he could escape um, from. Uh, the Krillian slave owner that That's he was working so weird was that there's female Wookiees. Right? <laughs> I like never even so, thought of that. So anyways, my, my point is, is that I think the reason why Chewbacca went with Rey is because um, Chewbacca knew he didn't do everything he could to protect his friend. So he, this is he his feels, second chance. He feels remorse and guilt because he, he it was Han that took the lightsaber. It wasn't him. Hmm. And so now, now he's on a mission to go find Kylo Ren or Ben Solo and dismantle him limb from limb. So you think that he is there 100% for his own mission? Yes. And it wouldn't matter if it was Rey or anybody else flying Correct. that Falcon. He's do- just along for the ride. It, it doesn't matter. I think his his loyalty towards Han it means the world to him. And even though he's dead, it, it doesn't die It doesn't matter. Him. It doesn't matter. That's interesting. And you think even though it's Han's kid, he will go after him? Correct, because it's 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 it doesn't matter. Okay, it's Han. He is loyal to Han. Nobody, I guess, nobody is more. No, only a Sith deals an absolute horror <laughs> Wookie. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, no, that like that was the part they left well, out of and, the phrase. You know, maybe they're not. You know, they aren't humans, and maybe it's more like you know, like like a dog. They, for the most part, are fiercely <laughs> loyal to their owners, and there's really no gray area. That's why, like. No, it's not like Han was always super nice to Chewie. He yelled at him all the time. Well, yeah, but yeah, and then like, but like, you know, same thing. Like you yell at your dog, and they're still gonna be like, right, right there at your side. So you think it's just one hundred percent for yeah. his own? Yeah. It wouldn't. It could have been anybody else. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He now has a one track mind. Doesn't matter the person. Doesn't matter the ship. I think Chewbacca. Even if it's not, I mean, I could be wrong. He might not want to kill Kylo Ren or Ben. He could just want to go after. You know the Snoke for all yeah. we know. Sure. Like, so his he, stake in all this whatever is Ray Han. Needs to do. Yeah, his his stake on this is is Han and making sure that he can make up he can make up for the fact that he let Han die okay. because Chewbacca saw the whole thing mm-hmm. and like any other Wookiee, they would any Wookiee would 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 rather die for their friend than let mm-hmm. their friend die. So do you think that's why he like when Han was frozen that he dedicated himself so yeah. much to Leia? He shot because ben he was Solo like, well, the this bridge. is all I can yeah. do. Yeah. He didn't think twice about it. He just pulled the trigger. He's like, oh, oh no, mother <laughs> <Yeah>. sucker. Nice <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's about to get the pen out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, everything about that scene was done so right. 
him hitting him kind of in the waist area, just not quite where he needed to, maybe out of emotion. And then that roar just of emotion. Like, how do they nail that? How do yeah. they do that? And if you notice, too, he's, Chewbacca is also one of the, I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, because okay. it's been a minute since I watched the movie, but isn't he also one of the last of the three people out of that building? I believe so. Do, doesn't doesn't Finn, I think you're right. Finn and Ray, they're the first ones out, and he's just standing there going Rambo. Yeah. Just shooting every... Blowing every, up the place that yeah, they had. Yeah, shooting every stormtrooper yeah, he can. Yeah, because he's, he's oh. furious. Yeah. Man, we had, we had predicted something about... Han dying before Force Awakens came out, and that Chewie would go on a rampage, but would also die. Like they were gonna knock him out together. So I'm very glad that they didn't do both. Yeah, because uh, that. Oh, gosh. now I can't wait to see which one of us this is. The thing is that we could all be very wrong, and they could be pulling something completely out of their butts, or <laughs> one of us could actually be right. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, in the next point, uh, it says more Phasma and less Maz Kanata, which. I think is a good thing. Um, I, I Maskinata is whatever. I mean, yeah. they tried to play it's her cool. up as like a, a Yoda like character. I'm like, yeah. no, not really. It was like it was yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it was like fun. I think every Star Wars movie needs them to go to some weird place with some weird person and tell them yeah. a whole bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, like, like that's literally what it was. And like she was she was interesting. I don't really. I I guess I didn't really expect to see more of her. No, me neither. Yeah, like, oh either. yeah. I want more Phasma, though, because I want the so storyline to be her going after Finn. Again, a female stormtrooper. That's so weird. And I love it. There needs to be a new fat man. Or woman. Or whatever she is. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, I, I think that's going to be a part of it. Like, her yeah. revenge, like, her, her, I guess, goal throughout the movie would be trying to get back at Finn for, you know, yeah. putting her in the trash compactor. Yeah. Or, She's salty. I think that's where it's going. And I'd even like to see her without a helmet at some point. I think that would mm-hmm. be badass because you know, Gwendolyn Christie's just... Uh, a hulk of a person you know, she's, yeah she's a tall ripped person like i think that would be awesome yeah. yeah just to see something like that but you know that'll probably be somewhat of a minor plot point i would say yeah um in point seven it says leia's surrogate son poe uh which i think is kind of interesting i can see that you know he's kind of being groomed to be a leader uh she he's you know the best pilot they have it's uh he's in some ways is kind of like luke in that fact like he, he's good uh, on the ground it seems like or in the air mm-hmm. uh, but nothing too crazy there it, it just sounds like they're going to have a pretty close relationship and it's clear that he respects her after the way he kind of talked about her early in Force yeah, Awakens which is it's it's kind of it, I think that'll be nice to see with Leia because I mean she lost she lost her son yeah and I think she's going to be dealing with a lot of craziness and it'll be nice to have somebody who not only because and people talk about this with Leia a lot, is that it seems like, and like Jeff, we were just talking about this the other day, she's force sensitive, but she went a completely different direction into just like the whole military aspect of mm-hmm. it. It didn't go do the whole temple thing, whatever. So it might be nice to have somebody, you know, kind of that's like her son that she can she can talk to. Because I got to think. Everyone she me, knows is. I got to think talking to Luke gets to be a drag sometimes. Because <laughs> it'd be a lot of like, well, <laughs> you know. He's an old hermit now. Yeah. yeah and like, you know. It, I think the, I think this move was just uh, it was predictable. What this one now? No, with, with, with having Poe be like like the leader, or the, the the upcoming leader of the resistance. I think it's just it's predictable. Yeah, I know, but I like it. Did you know he was supposed to die in early in Force Awakens? Was he really? It, so, Oscar Isaac didn't want the role because he was supposed to die getting Finn out of the the cell, what a or wait. Finn vice versa, uh, and he was supposed to die in that crash, and. Uh, 
J.J. Abrams and him were talking, and he's like, listen, I've been in too many movies where I die early, and it's Star Wars. I kind of want to be a part of it. You yeah. Know? So I guess Abrams called him back a week later, and he's like, hey, it's all good. We wrote you into the rest of it. You want you want in? He's like, well, of course I want in. Yeah. So like, that's funny. Imagine yeah. how that changes if he dies early. He's right. so Plus cool. Too, what's, you know? what's nice about this is that um, if they do end up doing it in episode nine, who knows? Because I'm not, I'm not a mind reader. <laughs> or a person who can read the future, even though I'd like to think I can. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, it, it, what makes it nice is that it'll be an uh, a easy segue to to see the, the 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 passing of the guard from Leia to Poe because I, I I I love Carrie Fisher as an actress. Um, I have the most re- like the utmost respect for the work that she's done in every film she's been in. Don't get me wrong, but. I I really hope um, that they do something with Leia and they write her out and never leave. I, they kill her. I, I would hope that's what happens. You want her to be killed off as opposed to yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. retiring, if you will. Yeah. Like how how could they do anything else? I exactly. don't think she would retire. Yeah. I don't it, think Leia would just point. be like bye. Like she she can't get out of the fight. So it's nice that she's got this relationship with Poe because then yeah. it's believable that she would just be like. Yep. Here I, you go, because she would, she if, would trust him. Like if anything were to ever happen to me, this if, is all you. He's next in command, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. If, if if they say that that Leia retired from the military, I I would consider that to be such a huge cop out. Yeah. yeah. I just, think Carrie Fisher would consider it to be a cop out. Yeah. yeah. I think. I think, and I think anybody. I think if if they're gonna if, if they're gonna write off Princess or not Princess Leia, uh, General mm-hmm. Leia, Skywalker, Skywalker. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going with her real name. <laughs> um, as, a I, I w- as a purist, I think they should have done that too. Yeah, I, I, w- I would hope that that they would kill her um, in some big spa- space battle. Um, yeah, and her her ship just gets you know ambushed or something, but they they put up a good fight and like you know something something that's you know glorious like, like to give the give the resist- resistance something to rally behind. Um, how can you do it justice though? Like I have no idea, no idea what would be like a satisfying and not that you want to see her killed off, but like that's where it has to go, right? Yeah. So I would hope. Like, well, again, I could be wrong. Sure. They they could CG her eye in. Um, I don't believe they're going to do that. No. I think the whole movie. They've, I, they've the Rogue One said was kind of like the test pilot for that, and they're like, yeah, it was cool here, but we weren't gonna do much with it, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think they've kind of said that they're not gonna. Yeah, like they're they won't do anything do with that. her likeness for episode nine. Yeah. So like this is it, yeah. right? No matter what. I'm, I mean, that, that's all I got about that. It's yeah. so intriguing to see where that goes. To me, like, I was already amped for this movie, but now I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, like, I kind of like forgot it was coming out, and now I'm like, oh, it's like <laughs> soon. It's like super soon. Yeah. In the reality the, of life, the countdown begins. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. For sure. I think we're under. We're close to a hundred days, somewhere around there, but. <sighs> uh, the next point says dark days for the resistance. You know, obviously, it's like the Empire Strikes Back. Um, when the First Order destroyed the Republic's leaders and capital in The Force Awakens, the resistance was left in its most precarious state yet. They're a small band that's now cut off on its own and hunted when the Republic is shattered, according to director Ryan Johnson. When the First Order did that, the resistance is isolated and they are very, very vulnerable. That's where we pick them up. So literally the exact it's, it's, yeah, yeah. same thing, except it, they're not like <laughs> hiding in the snow. Right. Yeah, it's, uh, I think that's obvious. Like, you know, yep. it is what it is. <laughs> uh, point nine. Yes. 
Laura Dern bringing <laughs> the dinosaurs to Star Wars. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> under pressure, it says, Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson said part of the fun with Laura Dern's character, Emerald Holdo? Holdo? Did you say that? H-O-L-D-O? I g- Holdo? Holdo? I'd say Holdo. Holdo. Or Holdo. I'll do. Oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, she's figuring out what her relationship is to everybody as you go along through the movie. So there's not much known about her character at all. Like there's a still that we're looking at right now mm-hmm. with her, and that's about it. I think I don't even know. You know, we don't know anything about her character. I think Laura Dern is going to just kill it, whatever it is. I think she's somebody that could slide into a Star Wars movie very easily she's got like a an air about her as an actress that i think will be great i'm hoping that i'm right i've got nothing i got I no got idea nothing. yeah no well comment. that's that's all i have to say because i don't know anything about her character Go ahead her hair looks cool she's got like a purple inverted lob so yes. i'm all about that she looks like more of someone from the hunger games <laughs> yeah actually she kind of does that's that's kind of funny uh, point 10, which I'm very excited about, oh is boy. called The Slicer. Uh, Benicio Del Toro plays a shifty character who's so far only been referred to as DJ. Hmm. What does that mean? Uh, but DJ is a key part of the movie's sequence set in the glitzy casino city of Canto Bight. So I'm really excited about that, and I think that that whole environment looks gorgeous mm-hmm. from the few shots we've seen. Okay. Yes, thank you, Lauren, for that. <sighs> she needs the shower. It said. Oh, yeah. Okay, so no shower. I have to pee too. So you want you want to take a second break? I think we should. Right. All right. We'll, yeah, we'll take a break. Forty-nine minutes. We could do that. Might yeah. be time. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I get we'll a little chatty. No, no that's okay. Eight. All three of us, man. It's yeah. Star Wars. It's what happens. I knew this was gonna happen. So we'll take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back and we'll finish off the Last Jedi uh, details from IGN after these words. What's up, geeks? Just want to remind you of our fantastic YouTube channel. Next time you go to the Geekiverse on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. That way you don't have to search or hunt or find or look for anything that is our great content. Then it'll go right into your YouTube feed and then boom, you know what's happening when it comes to the Geekiverse. Then share it with your friends. We want other people to join in and tell us if you don't like it. We don't care. We're just having fun. We want you to have fun with us. Be sure to subscribe, share, favorite, like, thumbs up, thumbs down, up, down, left, right. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. So let's get to the show. Geekiverse YouTube, do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Walking Carpets. <laughs> uh, I have the Laura Sellas with me. Oh, uh, yeah. it's I love. I'm that. not used to it. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a Lord response right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm Josiah. We're talking about the Last Jedi. What else? Uh, so. Uh, getting back to some of the points from the IGN article that came out two weeks ago, uh, Benicio del Toro plays a shifty character who's so far only been referred to as DJ. DJ Khaled, to be specific. I love no. this picture of him so much. <laughs> he is so suave. Look at him. He's the most interesting man in the world. Literally, he really is. the most interesting I man love in the world. Benicio del Toro. I'm so excited when I heard he was going to be in this movie. There was a rumor a long time ago. <laughs> That he was playing a fet. Right. Do you remember? Yeah. What was the name? It was the guy from The Office um, where Michael gets the second job. And oh. who's the salesman? That. Uh, oh. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember. Uh. Jeff. Wait. Which one? Dwight? Okay. 
No. No, when Michael gets when Michael gets his second job selling stuff over the phone at night, diet pills. Who is the salesman <laughs> that he befriends? All right, oh, like it's I on the tip of my tongue. You to remember. I can't believe I can't remember this. Hang on, I'm gonna ask Google. I'm gonna Google it. it did not, I can, if you would concentrate on your sales, like I remember yeah, that. Yes. Uh. Oh. <laughs> this is the worst. That's like that's the first name. <laughs> yeah. And Plus then fat. fat. <laughs> like it Which doesn't make sense. Fantastic. But yeah. Anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll find it. Okay. I kind of always I'll find like it. Keep going. The, all the fets are supposed to be like they were all his. Was it Ravi? Mm-mm. Wasn't Ravi? Mm-mm. <laughs> okay, hold on, Michael. It doesn't add up. <laughs> Michael Scott, second job. And then he works for the Michael Scott Paper Company very shortly. I got to get it before you guys. Is the episode called Money? Yep. Okay. Season four. Hold on. Hold, please. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. Uh, oh my gosh. People at home are probably like... Late what? night. For Okay. Who is it? Who is it? Hold on. I'm under Hold pressure. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Hold the phone. We're getting there. Oh, where is it? Leaves the office early for his 1 a.m. We need... I need it. Wikipedia is not... Vikram. Vikram! Yeah! I literally was reading it as you said it. Vikram Fett. It's supposed to, I heard, It was a rumor from like a pretty good source like two months ago. If not a little before that, it was going to be Vikram Fett. He was supposed to show up during Han's funeral. But that doesn't add up with DJ. No. So I wonder what that means. Like clearly they're hiding his real name, right? Yeah. They have I, to be. Yeah. Maybe it's just a DJ. You stop it. Maybe he's a DJ at the he's casino. He's a DJ at the cantina. Crap. Yeah. Or yeah. Thanks for ruining that one. Um, so I love the way his character looks. And I think that every time he's on screen, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So he's supposed to interact with Finn. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, what is this? Some sort of computer hacker genius? Yes. A splice, a slicer. A slicer. Excuse me. Slice and dice. Slice and so dice. So I really hope that this doesn't lead to another stealing of the plans of some sort of spherical oh gosh. object of doom. I, I Like told, a Death Star? Stop it. Not another one. Perhaps. I told Pete the movie before it was called The Last Jedi was going to be <laughs> The First Order Strikes Back. <laughs> um, but like I would not have been surprised. <laughs> and I'm a little bit surprised it wasn't. Uh, it is what it is. Uh, yeah. So next point is Luke's Lost Hope. Uh, so that kind of talks about a little bit of guilt. Um, basically, as Hamill quotes it, uh, the fact that Luke says, I know only one truth, it's time for the Jedi to end. I mean, that's a pretty amazing statement for someone who was the symbol of hope and optimism in the original films. And I don't All based think, on Kylo Ren, right? Right. But I also don't even think that it's, again, we've... The, that we've talked a million times about what that statement could mean. I don't think it's necessarily even coming from a place of like negativity. You know, I think it's coming from a place of like, we need to change what we know the Jedi to be. It sounds guilty to me. Yeah. Well, and maybe, and maybe it is, maybe Mm. it's going to manifest in just changing what the Jedi know them to be. And in his brain, when he's saying it, it's coming from a place of like, screw everything. Let's just stop. Like, we can't. 
Like, he, I can't do this anymore. Like, me personally, because I screwed up so bad. Oh, Jeff's giving me a <laughs> Just because you have a theory doesn't mean I'm wrong. <laughs> oh, he's scratching his nose. Yeah. This is... <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, yeah. All right, get it, get it out. All right, get it out. I don't, I don't know. I don't okay. Know. I don't know. No, you have to no, talk okay. about it now. No, I do know. But I'm, I'm just okay. saying. I do know. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know if I agree with my, my wife. Here. Okay. That's, that's you, don't have to, listen, you don't have You don't have to, to do that. that. I know I don't, which is why I'm... Happy wife, happy life is not true. Correct. <laughs> We're talking about Star Wars. It's okay. Yeah. So, so what I important. think... All right. So, <laughs> you look at the movie trailer... And and you uh, you're in the the very first the the original Jedi Temple, and you there's no 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 form of technology there, right? Okay, you know in this temple, right? There's books, there's paper, right? So I think that there is some sort of secret about the Jedi that nobody knows about. Maybe they're not the good guys. You're thinking they are. Maybe they're not the good good guys. Maybe it was a ploy set up by the Sith. <laughs> to um, whoa, you know, have a bad guy. <gasps> and were we talking about that? The what and is it that we've only heard about in the books, but then they mentioned it? This the gray Jedi. No, well, I thought this where you were going. No, yeah. the because okay. I'm that, like the, literature. Oh, oh, so they from Rogue One, the yeah. uh, the Guardians of the Wills. The wills? Yeah. Oh, we yeah. Saying that maybe the wills were there. Yeah. Well, no. Th- those are the caretakers. That's a different point. No, no. But the, the actual. She's talking about the wills, right? The wills. That's I what oh no, I was they are. Talking about. They are. That okay. They're physically it says, there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it comes up later on, on that island. In, so I'm saying point. maybe the secrets in there. That's what I was trying no. to get to. It just took me really long. Time. And no, that's, so, so, okay. So what I think, what I think is, is that the big secret is, is that the Sith, again, conspiracist. Uh, I think that the Sith set up the Jedi. Um, so that way they could have an enemy. Because if you remember in the old Republic, they, you know, they got stuff done. Right? They did, right? Like yeah. They, they got they they you know they, they they did some things. They took care of business. They yeah. did, and so I think the reason why TCB. the Jedi were such a thing because if you look at you know in every every Star Wars book there has ever been, it always starts off with like the old Republic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the beginning of the Jedi. And maybe the, the Jedi was just deployed by the Sith, so the Sith could have an enemy and point a finger at it and say, "Hey, we got to take these guys out. These guys are bad for us. They're not good for. They're not good for us. They're 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 bad people. They're some bad dudes." And then you know they put people in power of the Jedi, and they're like, "No, so you're gonna fight us, right? But you're gonna lose. <laughs> but you gotta act." So you like, think there were people that were in on it? Yeah. So you gotta, but you gotta act like it's it's not a thing. You gotta act like you really just don't like us, and that you are the good guys. You gotta think that you are the good guys, and it became so embedded in them that they, you know, they, so of course, you know, they can't share the secret because it'll totally defeat the purpose of what they're trying to do. Yeah. And so it just it turns into the secret that's forgotten about, and maybe the person who was in charge of it had an epiphany, had this had this realization that, you know, you can't be good and evil. Well, like you can be, but you can't. That's not how you bring balance to the force. And what the Sith were originally trying to do was bring balance to the force because they saw that they were too strong and couldn't get what they wanted done because maybe people were 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 too opposed to them. So I think that's how kind of like the Great Jedi started. Okay. And I think it's going to be a return of that. It's going to be a, 
Return of the Great Jedi. I was just going to say yeah. that. But I mean, it won't be the Great Jedi because it's not canon anymore. Right. But it'll, it'll be some... It feels like it's going to be. Some some group of people that... It, that And they wrote this down in their books, which is why it's lost knowledge because it wasn't in the original Jedi archives because right. all the Jedi archives got... First of all, they got wiped mm-hmm. by yeah. Anakin and company. and Or, I'm sorry, Darth Vader and company. Mm-hmm. And, and for all we know, if if if... They were never put in there in the first place. Yes, they exactly. Were down, they were because never digitized. Maybe, maybe they didn't know what they were doing. Like maybe they, they lost a little bit of brainwashing. Maybe, or maybe lost. But they also, lost. They lost the purpose. But they also lost the temple. They didn't. They couldn't remember where the temple was. There was Jedi that forgot where the temple was. That Luke finds. That Luke yeah. found. So, and so I think I think what it's this the big revelation the reason why it's called the Last Jedi is because Luke has the realization as well as that there can be no Jedi. There can only be one. There can only be one one group of people that has to regulate and and determine the power of the galaxy. That's dangerous, though. There's no balance there. Like, but that's the point. Though. They create the balance. Okay. If one side gets too strong, uh-huh. they take it out. Okay. Okay. So you think that that him saying that in the trailer was taken completely out of context? Because I think we're supposed to view it as, oh, Ray just told him everything that happened, and he's like the Jedi need to end. But what you're saying is she shows up and he's, it's actually look at all this stuff that I found. I think that's why Luke's hiding though. What I got from or hiding. I, Cause he's hiding, right? Like he doesn't want to be found. Well, he's also like ashamed too. So I think he's uh, that's yeah. part of put himself in exile. I feel my opinion is he saw what happened with Darth Vader or Anakin. And yeah. then he saw what happened with his nephew. And he's like, okay, this is just going to keep repeating itself. So we're just going to die out. Yeah, you know, I, I think that's my opinion happen. of it, but your theory is not one I've heard before. I th- yeah I and plus two you got to keep in mind when when he saw Anakin Anakin's demise and I'm gonna refer to Darth Vader as Anakin at this point because mm-hmm. it was Anakin who died it wasn't Darth Vader that died Darth Vader's already killed by Anakin mm-hmm. because Darth or Anakin killed the Emperor anyways right no you're right you're yeah. absolutely right so so he saw Anakin go from being well I mean he really didn't see Anakin turn into Darth Vader but he saw Darth Vader turn back to Anakin and you're always told the Jedi are always told that. Once when you start down that path, you can't come back. You can't come no, back. No there's back. no, there's no going back. But he did. But he did. He killed the emperor. He killed the the most powerful Sith. And he thinks he has that feeling. I'm pointing to Luke, like you yeah. guys know what I'm pointing out. He has that feeling throughout the whole thing. He's always saying like, I know there's there's good in you. I yeah. can feel it. Yep. Whatever. And, you never hear anybody else talking about any other and, Sith that way. And and so and so Leia talks mentions that to to Han. That they're still good before Han mm-hmm. sees yeah. Kylo Ren one last time. She says they're still good in him. Bring him home. Yeah, like bring home our son. So she was sh- pretty sure he could. Do so it. I think I think Luke found this piece of information of hey, look at like everything's gen- a lie. It's all a lie. Yeah, this is all one big lie. I can and, see that. And oh, and it's, yeah, it, it that's is a great theory, up to, man. Up to whoever reads this book. This this piece of information that it's it's up to you to to expose this truth and actually bring balance to the force. Like for real. Well, that's why they say you know like when um, Obi Wan's yelling at Anakin like you were supposed to bring balance to, to the, the force. force and you were does. supposed to defeat the Sith, not join that. Like he's like this is not what was supposed mm-hmm. to happen. Like I don't understand the prophecy. Well, all these and like eventually he did fulfill the prophecy, but not but the in, way they, in, in Jedi, but exactly. Not in the way. Not I mean. in the way everyone assumed. Because in the way that 
Because people clearly misinterpreted the prophecy. Because it's because like by Harry Potter, I'm telling you, it's in there. No, it's Get not. Get out of yes, here. Yes, it is. That's no, the same exact leave. thing happened. Your mic's turned off. Telling you the same thing happened. <laughs> no, but but he but but so when Anakin <laughs> comes, so you're admitting away. that <laughs> Harry Potter is a ripoff. Oh gosh, she just said no, it, guys. No, I didn't. But when <laughs> Anakin comes back, though, he he's not a Jedi by Jedi standard. Okay, right. He's not because he's done too much, too much bad. Yeah, he's destroyed a, you know. Technically, at this point, I have two planets, at least, that we know of, yeah. right? Like, straight up, like, yeah, done. Bye-bye. You know, like, yeah. he's done that. He's killed all those younglings. He's killed all those Jedi. He's killed all those Tusken Raiders. He's killed so many people uh-huh. in a bad way. Yeah. Well, obviously, you know, in a sure. bad way. But, like... Sure. Like a brutal way. A we'll ruthless say. A brutal way, way, unnecessary. Yeah, so it, not it, to just like keep himself alive. Yeah. So, yeah. so he is not a Jedi by Jedi standard mm-hmm. at all, at all. If, if the Jedi, the Jedi would probably still try to go after him and kill him. Yeah, and take him out. Even if he did kill the, even if he did kill uh, Darth Sidious or the Emperor, you know that that wouldn't matter to them. They would be like, "Cool, thanks, but you're still a pretty bad dude. Like, we can't have you around. Like, you're kind of messing with our flow." <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think that, so that's what I think. I think Luke is going to find the information saying, Hey, it's all a big lie. It's all big. It's untrue. In so which, what is he training Ray to do? This rocked my world. What is he training Ray to do? I think he's training, training Ray to be, I should say to, to maybe be his predecessor, but to also be, you know, his quote unquote soldier. Cause she's the first in the line of a new Jedi, whatever that is. Exactly. Called, so so right? I think that's what he's doing. I think he's trying to teach her like, look it, you need to, stay on the line you can't be on either side of it you need to be on the line and mm-hmm. i think that's what he's going to train her to do because even if you look back at um uh return of the jedi mm-hmm. luke kind of is walking that line the whole time right and that's why you he's got see dressed it in, in black in his eyes yeah. at the beginning that he, you're like not only that when did you a he, get like confidence <laughs> and b become so like L, it was it's it's kind of creepy but he also kills the guard he right. was intended not to be uh it was ambiguous at the beginning. George yeah. Lucas didn't want you to know if he was good or bad. Yeah, like he can't. You're right. He killed the guard. He didn't he killed the guard. He, he didn't just, need to. Like, he could have just done the little thing. Did he kill like, the guard? Me. Yeah. He oh just... yeah. He choked him out. He, he was still choking him. when he walked away. Gotcha. Yeah. So, no. He, he killed him. But also, yeah. Like he he and he didn't need to. He could have yeah. just said like, "Let me go past." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, or I have a lightsaber. Let me go past. And so, he probably would have walked away because it was a. Well, pig. He, didn't, he didn't have his lightsaber. Oh yeah, that's right. You're right. Wouldn't you argue though that because Luke saw that with Vader already. Why couldn't he do it again with his nephew? Or do you think it's just the guilt is so overcome from starting think, that new Jedi Order? I think Luke didn't have that realization yet. I think Luke was still realizing that you can only be good or evil. Like, you can only be like a Jedi or a Sith. Or, you're or still... he knew something was wrong, but he couldn't figure yeah. out Gotcha, so why. now he's got a different perspective on it. Yeah. yeah. After Cause whatever. Because now, now he knows the truth. Yeah. Gotcha. He's, he's seen past the fake news. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> Uh, lordy. All well, right. well, if you notice how Disney, ha- ever since uh, they've taken over, has really tried to paint the picture, really, of Grey, because they don't, in all the supporting books, and in some of the video games, including Battlefront 2, which comes out in November, that maybe the bad guys weren't so bad, that there are two sides to and every you story. you said this a lot, that you're like, you, since I heard Disney you say this a lot, over. and I've always been like, what are you talking about? And like, I mean, obviously Captain Phasma 
and like that strain of things, like just lining up innocent villagers and executing like, like them they're is bad. bad. The First Order, are, they're nuts. They're yeah, supposed to be no. Nazis. Right. You know, the, the Empire, oh, they're definitely bad. Like people, I've heard people be like, well, what did but they like, ever do that was bad? The no, they're, they're bad. The Sith separate from... Sure, but they're uh, controlled yeah. by the Sith. So the Sith. Right. So they well, kill that's innocent why people. Yeah. They enslave people. Like they're bad. Right. But Disney has painted that picture that maybe there is a second side to that. And yeah. so like even I'm reading or the a third. Right. Really that you could. Exactly. People aren't ground. divided into Oops. Jedi. Well, not everyone's like, Jedi, but like. We assume from the past canon in, in the first six movies that everybody just immediately hates the Empire. But that's really not true. Like we found right. that people sympathize somehow with the Empire. And that people support the Empire and, and have been indoctrinated like, since they were you, little. Why are you rebelling? <laughs> right. Like, they're the bad guys. And people died. Like, there were people working. Yeah. Think about it. There were people working on the Death Star that were just there. True. Working. Exactly. Or they, and so, they had families in other places, but also there are a lot of innocent people on Alderaan. So a lot like, of the new canon books have painted that picture, including the new Battlefront 2 prequel book, um, Inferno Squadron. Inferno Squad? Anyway, it it tells their story. Like, they saw friends die on it. Um, a few books back, I cannot remember the title, but I'll put that in the comment or the info section of this. They are imperial troopers, like everyday troopers, and they see like that the Rebel Alliance are basically terrorists. Yeah, it's crazy to think of that because yeah. it, it was it's, never it's, painted it's, that way. It's, yeah. it's all it's all I've always been like they're this victorious ragtag band of taking down, taking the over the evil. Yeah, and then a lot of people, I've I've seen that too before. That's like, no, they're literally terrorists. Yeah, and <laughs> in, in, so this yeah. is like. What, what, my, what Maggie was saying is, because um, like, a lot of my friends are huge Star Wars fanatics, probably you have more knowledge about it than I do, and I like to think I have a pretty decent grasp on the, on the whole, you know, Star Wars universe. Um, but anyway, so so the reason why I always say like, you know, there's always two sides to every story. Um, when I was in middle school, I remember I had a history teacher, and he said uh, we, we were we were doing the uh, study, look we we're studying the Boston Massacre and American Revolution and all that, and. and and he was basically saying, you know, you know, this is all, you know, point of view. Yeah. Uh, you know, what the Americans saw, what they were doing, the Patriots, what they saw themselves doing was was heroic. It was taking a stand for injustice, and you know, what the British saw it as was an act of terror. Yeah. Right. Because act they were terror vandalism. But guess exactly. what? We're on the right side of history. It, True. The winner. Writes, <laughs> so we we see it that way. The right? winner writes history. Exactly. Right. So so that's why that's why I, and I'm not again. I, you know I love America and all that stuff. But, but anyways, uh, so, yeah. Uh, the point I'm trying to make is that we don't know the other side. Mm-hmm. Well, clearly we, there, we, there are tragedies on both sides yeah. of every situation, and there's innocent people on both sides in, of every situation. I sound like. In, yeah, I'm like our president, in but you, I didn't intend to. <laughs> no, it, it, it's very true though. There are two sides to every story. You, in and all, you constantly see the side of the rebellion, right? In the With, original trilogy, you constantly see it. You really don't ever see the only people that you see on the side of the of the empire is um, either you don't see their face, so you're not going to get attached to them, or they're creepy, gray, yep. wrinkly old men. And and like, uh, yeah. In, or you see them out doing terrible things, but yeah. yeah so I—that's I, I, why I always say, you know, give cut the empire some slack. First of all, they're they're under control by the Sith. True. And yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's that it's very intriguing how it's playing out, and I love that they're taking this approach. And I think ultimately we do decide that the empire is bad, or you know, the first order. 
But I think the that first order is bad. It, it's just more open to to interpretation. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not just the Rebel Alliance uh, looking at this. So onto a fun topic, Jeff. You said uh, you had an issue with the the porgs. <laughs> But Can you write down so the time? Because I got, I got some uh, no. few choice words. <laughs> Keep uh, it together. Yeah, right. So we're at uh, da, 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 about 21 minutes or so. Oh, yeah. I think work. the porgs are fing stupid. <laughs> and I swear to God, if it's another Ewok, I'm going to flip out. But they're Dude, cute. I'm, they're I don't care about them. Puffins. Like, and so one apparently sneaks aboard the Millennium Falcon, and like one's now a pet for essentially Chewbacca. Like, Dumb. We have enough cuteness with BB-8, am I right? Yep, that's all you but need. We're not all you need. See BB-8 all the time. Don't care. I don't need a porg man. I don't. I don't. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need no pogs. I don't need another Ewok. You want to know how I don't need much money Jar Jar it Banks. probably costs for them to animate them too? And what? Yeah, I mean, come Too on. much. Want to what? Want to what Disney here? Let me save a bunch of money. Get rid of the porgs. In Force Awakens, they talked so much about getting rid of all the CG stuff. What are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? Damn exactly. It. Son of. All right, 22 minutes. <laughs> uh, look what you've done. The other, the next point, I don't know how you feel about this. Like, there's caretakers These on the island. These things look like E.T. I'm fine with that. It's E.T. Okay, so they're, yeah. <laughs> so this is You're too. okay with this. They're, like, literally because they're nuns. nuns. They're E.T. nuns. They're nuns. They are nuns. They're, they're the caretakers of the original temple. They're and they have probably been so mad because no one's come to visit them in, like, exactly. a million years. Like, you all really forgot... But We're no, still the, here. The reason why I'm okay with them, though, is that first of all, they're not—they're not some sort of like. What are you looking? This is my notepad. Scribbling. He started Stop scribbling peeking. really aggressively when he got mad about the porgs. I did. Anyways. Anyways, I digress. People are gonna love those Funkos. But I digest. I digest, as Peter Griffin likes to say. Leia was on her way back from buying space groceries when this happened. So. <laughs> So the caretakers, I'm totally cool with because I feel like they're gonna play a, such a pivotal role, and I, I think that's why I think that's why maybe there's gonna be less of of Maz because I feel like they're gonna they're gonna of, fill that void. Yeah, they're gonna fill that void of th- this this thing that's gonna have a ton of uh, knowledge of the Force. I feel like they're not gonna be too prevalent still. Well, like, appa- they're also not gonna speak English. According so. to the 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 thing here from uh, IGN, um, they, they they communicate with Luke frequently. It says they tolerate him being there. Yeah. As in, like, fine, because so, you're a Jedi. But okay, like, flyboy. Yeah. I think I think what it will be, it'll be one of those things where it's like, <laughs> okay, you're a Jedi, you're here. We get it, you blew temple. up the Death Star. Yeah, yeah like, cool, whatever. Cool. For the seventh whatever. time. I think, I think they will reluctantly help him find that library. It's probably how he they're got there, right? They're probably going to yeah. be left with, they're probably going to be feeling some level of, like, distrust, because it's like, yes, he's a Jedi, but, like, no one's been there in forever. Exactly. So they're probably going to be like really unsure of what to do. Like, is he really a Jedi? Exactly. You know, Jedi, you know, whatever. And or I, they're going to be like, we've been waiting for you. Like someone to show up here and actually have I mean, questions and, and be unsure. Cause that's, they have the answers. And the other thing too, to keep in mind is maybe, you know, they were expecting Luke because Luke is, Luke is supposed to be the strongest, uh, force sensitive person ever. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be the strongest one. Yeah, maybe that prophecy actually came true. Yeah, and so I think maybe they they knew that, you know, after the the, the chosen one came, their offspring was going to come to them and finish it. Have you watched Rebels? Nah, no. Okay. No. Wait. This is not spoilery. No, I've only watched Clone Wars. They refer to Luke as the chosen one. Yeah, which is very interesting. See? Very interesting. And I think it's accurate. 
because he smart. ends up kind of bringing that balance, even though yeah. he helps really the original chosen one. But I can see where you're going with yeah. that. Anyways, so I, I like yeah. the caretakers. No okay. beef with them. Get rid of the porgs. <laughs> <laughs> caretakers, yes, porgs, no. Can got I it. have a porg? You can have a porg. You can have all the porgs. Okay. You can, Just no, I don't want them in my house. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a thing. <sighs> well, the next one, I love I'll the title. The, I'll turn them into Bantha Fodder. Bantha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Snoke and Mirrors. That's a good tagline. <laughs> good job. Like, that was going to be my tagline for the review, that's but very, thanks a lot, that's, IGN. That's very punny. It's very punny. Uh, don't expect to learn too much about who exactly Supreme Leader Snoke is in The Last Jedi. Damn it. <laughs> what is this all about, then? What are we doing here? So it yeah. says, <laughs> we'll learn exactly as much about Snoke as we need to. So we're not going to know anything. And right. even Literally say nothing. The, uh, Ryan Johnson reminds fans of how much mystery Emperor Palpatine was shrouded in until the later prequels. But we at least so, knew that Emperor Palpatine was a human being but somewhere. So, we don't even know what Snoke is. He's like, like a giant there. computer... Doesn't matter. Is is he a past character? I've never talked to you about this. Is he like a someone we already know no. under a different name? He's he's new. I think he's new. I think uh, honestly. We... <sighs> <laughs> I really wish that everybody could see. Like I said, I should have filmed this. His wind up the... before he so, lets loose. So <laughs> I've got it down. Like I could totally nail Just... it. Like if you ask me a question. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> fiddle, fiddle, fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> click click click. <laughs> I think I think knowing uh, we're gonna learn as much about Snoke as we need to know to get a, enough background information. I think I, don't, I think that's even a stretch. I think, episode well, eight. I think, I think we enough. know nothing else. I think it'll be enough. I think and we know w- nothing more than we know now after episode eight. I think we'll. Ha- I think a little. Or bit they'll of- be like, "See, we gave you something." And exactly. We'll be like, no, you didn't. You get <laughs> either that or Ray. Yeah. <laughs> For like you know, you look at the original trilogy and you don't even know what the Emperor looks like in the first episode. You know he's real wrinkly in the chin area. No, do they even ref? Do they ref? They do reference him. They reference the him. Okay. They you don't him. see him, do you? But you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't see him until the Empire Strikes at back. Yep. Uh, when Darth Vader is on his star destroyer. I'll call you from the knee pad. Exactly <laughs> on the knee pad. Yeah. <laughs> and he's on the knee pad. That's the first time you see him, and the only, the only thing you see is a chin. Right. And a mouth. A lot of and chin. The tip of his nose. That's it. And a hood. <laughs> so so I think. I Until they remastered them, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's my you get, favorite. You get <laughs> one of my favorite Family Guy things is like, and then the cantina, and they're like, um, like, and the additional monsters they added for the remastered versions, and it's the sock puppet. It's yeah. just like, Play oh, that. what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> Play that and, same song. Anyways, <laughs> all right, here we go. Anyways, I think. Sorry. <sighs> here it comes. Here it comes. I think we'll we'll learn enough about Snoke to, to keep the majority of us satisfied. And honestly, even in Return of the Jedi, like after that was done, we didn't really know any of his background. Nobody cared. Other than like if you read a book, it said he was the president of the old republic before Lucas changed it to Chancellor. But yeah. you know, I think like I digest. I, I don't even care, honestly. I do care. I, I want to know because at the end of at the end of Force Awakens, that was honestly like the last thing on my mind. He's supposed to be seen in like this crazy robe. Have you seen those pictures? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a flamboyant robe. I'll have to show you. Like, like he just smoked a cigar and has some whiskey or something. I could see it. But uh, apparently he is entirely CG again. No shock there. I don't think that's newsworthy. Yeah, um, it needed to be a point apparently. Kind of interesting how they have the Praetorian Guards, basically, yeah, which so. is like the Imperial Royal Guard. Yeah. But what is with the helmets? Like, I didn't also like the new Sand Trooper helmets. 
I don't know if you noticed, like, they have, like, very small visors. Like, there's no chance that they could see out of those in The Force Awakens. Yeah. And, like, what is that? That's weird. He looks like a Lego. Yeah, no, I don't. Damn it. So, so in this, in this the, the little blurb, little little snippet that they give you, yep. it says that they're supposed to be, like, samurai. Right. Which is why they don't have the but, big, long and Remember Seth gave us that list that Ryan Johnson gave? He said... Oh, and, oh yeah. He of gave, the movies that all the actors are supposed to watch. And something samurai was on that list. So the yeah. thing that I don't understand... <laughs> <laughs> There's always a pause. For like a few seconds what? on here. No waves. No waves. And it's where Jeff is... I know exactly where Jeff up, where is about to... clenching his, his eyebrows. So the thing I don't understand is that the Jedi is supposed to be like the samurai. They're supposed to be these noble people uh-huh. that do that do good that you know you also allegedly maintain balance in the force, right? Mm-hmm. According to your theory, they don't. But well, it's because for the sake well, of they argument, do. They, they do, but they don't because it's all ploy. Anyways, right. why would Snoke need them? With the guards, mm-hmm. it's because he's not force sensitive. <gasps> you and your theories. Okay, all right, go go down <laughs> oh that rabbit hole. <laughs> but he's. But how would he? How would he complete race training? Remember, I maybe mean, like, it doesn't matter. But he, it's mm, he can understand it without being it. You're saying, yeah, Maz. okay, okay. I hate that. I think that's garbage. You gave like you, you know it, but you can't. I, I guess it? you wouldn't be able to. I don't know. I guess it's it's plausible that you could see something done and understand how it's done, but not be able to. Or do it. Or in his brain, it's just. He's not more sensitive. Wow. Learning how to wield a lightsaber and because huh. for, all, for for him it's it's not anything deeper than how to just yeah kill people. And plus too, like you know, to keep in mind, he uh, like so so with the Sith, right? There's the master, mm-hmm. and then there's the apprentice, and then the apprentice has their apprentice that's given to them by the master, and then they have their secret apprentice that the master doesn't really know about, but the master does actually know about. Anyways, <laughs> it's this tangled web. It's a, it's a huge web, and there's always more than two Sith. Episode one is a they're lie. a bunch of liars. Fake alternative facts. It, it, it contradicts everything in the Clone Wars. It does. Series. It does. It does. Everyone but has Liam a lightsaber. In it, so I'll just no, Liam Neeson's <laughs> only in episode, okay, episode one. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, you're so revved up. You're telling me I'm wrong, <laughs> this, but I'm right. This is also move number two for Jeff. Anyways, anyways. Yeah, and then like, the clenching. <laughs> the clenching of the nose bridge. Of the the nose eyes closed. Bridge. Yeah. And then point delivered. So yeah. I think I think what it is is that Snoke just has a huge knowledge. Um, um, I don't know. Because Kylo Ren's not a Sith. Does he specifically say complete your training as a Sith, or does he just say complete your complete training? Complete your Never training. Never says Sith. Does he say Sith? No, no, no. No, okay. never. Never, so not once. That could literally mean anything. So complete I don't your dark, training to be, be dark side my, or whatever. to be my slave. Complete your training <laughs> to be my is, servant. Complete your training to be my whatever. Or butler. And that's a butler. butler. Kylo, Ren, Kylo Ren is Snoke's servant because because Kylo, when because Snoke is a is is a is a video. <laughs> Have you heard the theory that Snoke is really uh, Mace Windu? No. Well, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> no. Yeah, that was Boom. one that Trevor and I gave a oh. very low score to. Yeah. We debunked it I, early. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, Actually, I was touting my own theory. <laughs> I was like, "Have you heard the <laughs> Have theory?" Have you heard the theory? Uh, that it's very popular. <laughs> so that he is some form of Anakin Skywalker in uh, Force Ghost. Explain. So I don't know how it happens or how he comes back, but basically, Anakin 
in this Force Ghost that is now Snoke is trying to have Kylo Ren or Ben Solo defeat the dark side from within. So that Which there's goes other off of my Kylo Ren is a double agent well, but doesn't sure. even know it. But that Snoke is really Anakin who's been there and done that and said this is how you have to do it as painful as much as it sucks. You know, you've got to kill your dad basically or however that that conversation gets there. But Ben or Kylo on that bridge knows that he has to do it. Remember we talked about it and we're like, yeah. okay. And Han and him kind of look at each other and they're like, okay, we've got to do this. Yeah. Let's get it we over with. We theorized that like it was happening. They knew it was going to happen. Han that knew that he had to sacrifice himself I to do it. S- yeah. And I was saying that even from like a technical cinematic point of view, why would they bring us in so close to Kylo physically right. to watch his face. Right. If we weren't supposed, if, if we've said this all the time, nothing in Star Wars is arbitrary. Not at all. Every detail is played out. So why would we, if he was just straight up killing him, why would we need to be brought in that close? And be- why was it going to be so personal? Right. That. So that's my theory with it is that in some way, shape, or form, he is somehow basically the ghost of Anakin Skywalker, who is uh, as horrible as it is. You know trying to help him defeat it from within. Wow, and maybe, maybe, maybe even, it's as far-fetched as it sounds, Luke is in league with that. But nothing is far-fetched. That's the thing. Nothing just, is really far-fetched. Just thought, that has been my theory that I have held on to. There are a million Snoke theories out there, and I don't think any of them are as believable as this, aside from him just being an original character. Which is, you know, whatever. We could be overlooking it, but again... Just saying. So the, the crazy yeah. conspiracist. <laughs> conspiracist. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. However you say that word. Um, <laughs> I kind of like that because. Oh, I got the, get the approval. endorsement. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Um, no, but here's why. Because, you know, when, when, when Kylo Ren is talking to Snoke towards the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Snoke is like, hey, you know, you're not ready to fight Luke Skywalker yet. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? I'm, Snoke so could maybe, know of Luke, but why? Why would he be so in tune with that? Is my opinion. What do you mean? Like, yeah, Snoke if he's knows, a brand new character. Why would he know that much about he's, Luke? He's, 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 he knows like, Luke. It so, seems like, yeah. So there's there's that, and also too, and it's one of those things like if you fight Luke, he's gonna have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you like. You're not done yet. You're not ready yet. You don't know what Luke knows. And is it possible that he's so crazy in his first order thinking that his mission is to kill Luke and then off himself to bring yeah. that balance? And then there are no that we know of Jedi slash Sith slash Fourth Force users out there. I'm just saying. Except for Ray. Sure. But if Luke's gone, she's got to figure it out on her own. She doesn't have Yoda. Or old Luke or Ben Kenobi. That's also possible. Force Ghost. It's also Force possible. Ghost. I mean, I, so, that's the answer to everything. Force Ghost. Yeah. I, they could make up anything they want and it would be real, but that's kind of the one that I've, as time has gone on, slowly gravitated towards. Oh, shoot. Yep. That's good. I like it. And then, I, I need mean, to write it, it out. It could explain the, the new, the new uh, guards. Mm hmm. Totally. You know, because maybe, maybe now that they're going to be a little bit more active, maybe there is a big secret that they are protecting. And it could be that. It could be the fact that, that Snoke is not real. He's right. fake. Right. He's force. Yeah. Why? So no one gets close to him. Just say. 
that's yeah. and maybe that's why we don't know more about him in episode eight. Or we're hope you're oh. hope you've made it this far in the podcast because Ma- <laughs> Maggie just keeps keeps geez, these deep breaths over here, oh, the slow Lord. exhale. I and forgot. I so I've been MIA from the Geekiverse for a while, like leading up to my wedding, and I haven't talked about Star Wars in a long time. <laughs> and I forgot like how much you could just be like, <gasps> like right? Like I'm so breathing. glad you're back because this has got to be a regular thing again. Yes, it feels. It feels Ooh. feels right. So I feel right. <laughs> I feel right. The last point IGN brings up, uh, they call it uh, basically an Empire Strikes Back clone in in some way, shape, or form. Uh, director Ryan Johnson gets why some fans could see The Last Jedi as treading ground similar to that covered in Empire Strikes Back. The young hero seeking out an old Jedi slash hermit slash mentor on a remote, watery planet. The other hero's mission to a shiny city, Empire's Cloud City on the planet Bespin, Last Jedi's Casino City of Canto Bight on the planet Cantonica. First time I read that. Olé. Oh, yeah. Uh, but insists it's not an intentional homage to Star Wars Episode Five. BS. Yes, it is. Uh, anyway. Which I think in some respects is fine. It's okay. It's fine. I'm fine with I'm that. I'm not, like, personally assaulted. Like, there's people out there, you know, like <clears throat> Adam Hurt, who think it's just a ripoff, but I think that it's, well, it's more structured than it's that. It's not a ripoff. It's all the same... Uh, it's detailed. You, how do you not though? Do they get not what? How, how do you not repeat the same? Like that's also a big theme is that like things keep all repeating I need themselves. Them, yeah. when you do is something for different. there not to be a second Star Killer base, and I'm good. Well, that would yeah, be yeah, that I'm, would I'm be totally a cool with that. I, I think, but I don't think there know, will be. I think that that's also part of about the 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 overlying you know storyline. It, it's it's this this constant battle between good and evil. No one can ever seem to have or quote unquote good and evil. Keep that in mind mm-hmm. because of my previous theory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, 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 no one can ever get an upper hand. So the things just it keeps so going he, around and keeps, around. Yeah, it keeps going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. How does that not happen? You know, you and then it's like you look at other movies where where there's like a trilogy or there's four or five or whatever. Um, you know, the first one that comes to mind is Indiana Jones. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. At the end of every single Indiana Jones movie, it can end right with that one. Yeah. You could just end. Like, yeah, that's like, it. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark, he gets the the Ark, you know, that gets put away with in the the government facility with top men. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, cool. And a movie, I got no questions. Yeah. Well, the other thing too is I feel like this is kind of again, like grasping at straw, like. I'm sure they didn't sit down and say, like, let's make sure that she goes to a planet that has the same nope. geology as the other place while the other one goes to a city. It's just, she's going to find Luke. But He's on an island. He's going to do whatever. Like, Ryan Johnson kind of has to go that way now. That JJ set it up, right? Like, they're there now. They're on right. Octo. Like, yeah. right. they, they have to go that way. Also, um, Dagobah was a swamp, and he's yes. on a, I, I, it looks like they shot it. I don't know where they, did shoot it in Ireland? Um, so is it a British? Eye? It looks like yeah, a, it like was, a, in like a northern. It was Ireland. It's, yeah, it was like an official monk monastery yeah. years back. It was like a retreat in the fifteenth century. So like the, it's like a an off limits island, but right. you have to like so they got permission to go there for it right. and film there. And, and there it's not a swamp, so you know what? It's ugh, right. It's not that similar. Right. It's I, not. It's not. I just think I think in order for the story to, to carry out and for it to actually work, it has to go back and forth. It has to be this constant back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. In like lots oh. of details. I also don't think I would have necessarily even noticed that if someone hadn't pointed like, it out. It's gotta be like Skywalker's win, 
Skywalkers lose. Skywalkers win. Sky like it's this kind yeah. constant back and forth with Skywalkers. <clears throat> um. So he thinks Leia is a Skywalker, or Ray is a Skywalker. She might be. I don't know. I still hold on. To my no, I, I actually, I actually think Ray is a Kenobi. I, okay, gotcha. You We've never talked about this. I, I would, I I've never talked. We've never talked about this. We've never talked about this. I didn't uh, know that. I do. Yeah. Look at this. Anyways. I've never met somebody or talked to anybody that also had that theory. So, so, so anyways, my, my, my point this is. This is why is we got married. My point is, <laughs> the reason why I say Skywalker is, is because Luke. Um, so, anyways, it, it's not. And Ben is technically a. Yeah, you know, exactly. So. Yeah. Well, and because he's saying Skywalkers because he thinks Leia should have used her name as Skywalker. I think so, too. That was a disappointment. Last, she didn't grow up with the last name of Skywalker, I, Mark, though. Mark, we're getting off track here. Uh, <laughs> Real in, real in. All right, I'm done talking. Um, it just has to be. Yeah, you you can't because then if if one side continues just to kick the other side's butt, there's no story. So I think uh, I think in we're trying to do this every two weeks in terms of this this show. I would like to talk about more race stuff with you because we haven't gone there yet, and I think it's important, especially as we get closer to Last Jedi, because it is important. All right. Where she's from. I don't care what anybody says. That's right. So that's a lot to unpack here. A lot of details on uh, on The Last Jedi. And the fun is only beginning because we are T-minus, oh my gosh, less than four months, guys, until The Last Jedi. This is going to be wonderful. Lots of coverage to come. Lots of coverage to come. Especially yeah. now that we have the Laura Sellers back. <laughs> so, yeah. Or for the first time. But uh, good stuff, I guess. Final final thoughts. Is there anything uh, we didn't get to that you guys wanted to cover tonight at all? I think we got to a lot. We did get we to did a lot. lot. Did? I feel I'm. It's so great to be talking about Star Wars again. It like is. getting married was fun, but like. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. It's, um, it's no, I'm good. It feels I, good for me too. It's cathartic, you know. I, yeah, it's been a while. I'm glad I dragged my husband along. I think he had more fun than he thought he was going to. No, I knew I was going to have fun because I knew Drizzy was going to be here. No, oh, thank you. Uh, oh, and I could actually talk to someone about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Lit- All right, I'm done with you. And that's about it, folks. All right. I have to go. <laughs> uh, so, on, on the social medias, we'll give a, a few quick plugs here. Because I have a new social media account, so... Yes, you do. Account, or did you just change it? Oh, no, just my name. Okay, cool. Uh, you are at Riff Solo. Any uh, underscores? No? I don't know. I hardly ever use Twitter. This is probably going to be the most <laughs> I ever use Twitter now. Well, you're going to have to do it now. You have to because people, people are going to follow t- you. They will tweet at you. It's uh, it's actually at Starkiller Jeff. Oh, okay. Yeah. But but okay. my name is Your Riff name Solo. is Riff Solo. Okay. Yeah. So, at Starkiller Jeff. Did you notice my Wi-Fi, by the way? I didn't, I didn't even. Take a look at it. Take a take a Take a quick look. You'll never guess which one is me. Ever. Never in a million Luis's. I'm getting Fios, by the way, in a few weeks, so that's going to be wonderful. So it will be new. Gee, which one? Uh, I want to say the Wi-Fi at 22CB. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> Dead on. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling. Yeah. Yep. You knew it. Um, Mag. I'm now Mag Loricella, and Mag is spelled M-A-G, and Loricella <laughs> is spelled L A U R I C E L L A. Is that how you remember it? That's how Jeff <laughs> always spells oh, it. Oh, he goes L A U. 
for some reason you didn't remember. No, that's how he always spells it. So that is my new Twitter handle. Just made a song to remember her new last name, but it is what it is. I see. Yeah, that's where I'm at now. And but my name is still Queen Amidala. That'll ever change. It's a great one. Uh, I, mine, mine is boring. I'm at Josiah D. Leroy. That's J-O-S-I-A-H for <laughs> all of you who think I just said Jeremiah, Isaiah, or Joshua. It's not one of those. <laughs> Isaiah Leroy. <laughs> Seriously. I, yeah. Or Jose. You know, I get everything. So I, w- I won't be offended if you call me any of those. Uh, I haven't run down the social media in a long time because the Geek of Thrones crew has been doing everything. So uh, I've gotten just kind of a, a hall pass here. But uh, find us on Facebook.com slash The Geekiverse. Twitter is our only underscore now. We are at the underscore Geekiverse. Thank God. Seriously. Oh, I lied. Twitch is actually... <laughs> Twitch is still uh, at the underscore Geekiverse if you like live streams. Uh, YouTube.com slash The Geekiverse. Uh, what am I missing? Instagram, we are just at The Geekiverse. So uh, find us there. Snapchat will be a thing at some point again. And um, we've got a lot of Star Wars content coming in the next few weeks and months. I am writing a few articles, including one you'll see next week, on uh, all of the Star Wars books that are coming out for Force Friday, which is September 1st or 2nd. can't remember. I've just been flashed. Force Friday? <laughs> Stop it. It's not in an inappropriate way. <sighs> so uh, check those out. The Captain Phasma book that's coming out looks awesome. Um also, Marvel has a whole ton of new Star Wars comics out that you can check out and purchase right through Amazon through thegeekiverse.com. <sighs> Nicely so, done. Thank you. Thank you. I, it was a long time coming. Uh, Maggie is back kind of in the loop here. You have a monthly girly podcast, one might say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> girls who geek. We've been MIA, although I think they did one without me. Uh, they I did. Told they covered them to do one without me. D two three, excellent. So, hope we'll be we'll be back Something now in that September. I'm, yeah, now that I'm back in the loop, we'll get another one out in September. Um, I've yeah. got a few ideas brewing of what we can talk about. So, if yes. you want to hear a, a bunch of broads with some wine talking about geeky things that's <laughs> and they talk exactly at. like that it's yeah. wonderful they're yep it's uh, a good time it's just <laughs> the feminine perspective it's it's, it's really not it's just girls <laughs> talking it's uh <laughs> yes it's very very unique not it's yeah. it's a good time you should uh, tune in yeah uh, lots of podcasts walking carpet geeks got game uh geek of thrones is ending soon for all of you who like game of thrones and are caught up no <laughs> so not me not caught I, up I, it's okay i'm a season three I'm, yeah. I'm not watching it though so there's that. Um, Star Wars Rebels Season 4 is coming out shortly. And I have a new show, uh, The Tall and the Short of It, which is a monthly YouTube video with Lauren Leroy, no relation. I have an on-again, off-again relationship with her. <laughs> and yeah, so uh, for Jeff, for Maggie, I'm Josiah. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you all soon. <laughs>